This episode is brought to you by the old workshops of Gallifrey. Alex. Matthew. Do you have a vehicle? I do. Did you travel to it here? I did. <laughs> I did. I did. You did. <laughs> well, I did just say, did you travel to it here? How would you like to make traveling much easier? I would love it. Well, I don't know if you've heard of Gallifrey. No. But they build TARDISes. Oh. So they've got two things that I think you'd be interested in. Go on. So thing one... A TARDIS. A, well, they don't sell them to people not from Gallifrey. Oh. And aren't Time Lords. Oh. And don't know how to fly them. Yeah. So you're all of those things. Tick. But they'll do this for you. Go on. They'll add to your car a fast return switch. Oh. So if you drive somewhere... and you're As a, in 4 billion BC... Yeah. I can come back. You can come back. That would be... But you can even do it like you just drove here, flick it, you're home. There's just some side effects. <laughs> okay. okay, so you press it, you might end up at this dawn of time. Oh. Okay, you press it, you might feel a bit dizzy. Yes. You press it, you might take something sharp and stab everything in your car. How much is this service? I don't know. There's no exchange rate from Gallifrey into to Earth. And well, so How are they paying us? Um, they say... That in the future, when there is a currency that you can exchange, then they'll come after you. I mean, they'll come get it from you. Oh. If you go to the website, go on. Gallifrey.company and put in the code, get back to those fools, you, they will halve the price in the future for you. This doesn't sound legit. It's not. Okay. On with the show. Are you doing? I'm reversing the polarity of my ultrasonic screwdriver's power source. Reverse the polarity. Reverse, reverse, reverse the polarity. I just reversed the polarity. Welcome to the fan, the fool, everyone. I'm the fan, Matt Antonelli. I'm the fool, Alex Cameron. Alex. Matthew. How are you going? Pretty good now that you're here. So I don't have any news. Oh. Because I was uh, looking for it, and there's nothing really to say. There's like rumours. People are like. You think this is going to happen, but people say lots of things. Okay, how about this? We don't have any news. Tell us two or three rumours. Tell us whether you like them as ideas or not, and how likely you think they are to happen or not. Okay. It's rumour time with Matt Antonelli. You do the, just wait a second thing. Three hours later. I actually do have news. I got, I got some news, I got some news. After all that. And now with the news. So, um, you know how the Doctor Who um, 60th anniversary is coming up? I am aware. So, there is a 60th anniversary of the audio stuff happening as well. Oh. So, as in not 60 years of the audio anniversary, but they're doing their own episode. Okay. So, like, the TV can do its thing, and we'll do our thing. So, at the moment... The 60th anniversary special is rumoured to have two Doctors only. David Tennant, who's playing the 14th, 14th Doctor. Inverted commas. And then Shudy Gatwa, who's playing the 15th Doctor. Inverted commas. Okay. But the audio play is going to have seven Doctors. <laughs> so. <laughs> played by the actual people. Yeah. So Tom Baker. So he's the fourth Doctor. Peter Davison, fifth. Colin Baker, sixth. Sylvester McCoy, seventh. Paul McGann, 8th Doctor, Chris Ferguson as the ninth Doctor, and David Tennant as the 10th Doctor. I'm su- I'm going to be- say something rude here. I'm surprised a lot of those guys that you said at the beginning are still alive. Tom Baker? Yeah. He's like 80... 
something. Okay, so they're, they're pretty old. Getting on a bit. That's pretty cool. He wants to be in an audio play, though. Yeah, he was meant to be in the last episode of Doctor Who, the oh, centenary special for the, the actual city. TV one. Yeah, but he's old. He's just getting on a bit. Is so it's easy to just record him. Yeah. Voice. Yeah. Makes sense. He loves it. It's going to be a seven-part story, and it's coming out, starts in May and ends in October. So that's like oh. an episode a month. Okay. The doctor's been injured and brought to a Time Lord hospital. His body glows with energy, but there is no regeneration into a future form. Instead, the doctor's past faces begin to appear as he flips haphazardly between incarnations. <gasps> so he's just going to, like, be a bunch of doctors. And I'm all in. Someone gave me a Big Finish gift card at Christmas. Ooh. That's what that's going to. Especially now the prices have gone up, that'll help. Yeah. Sorry, Big Finish. Was it Doctor Who? Who? Okay, you ready? We have five minutes only. When the end does come, they won't know anything about it. I feel like that's Doctor Who. I'm going to say it is Doctor Who. It is. Okay. This feels like it's wrong because we've already talked about the episodes recently, but I feel like it's from um, the one where they're stuck in the TARDIS for two episodes. It is! Yes! I so know it! I did that on purpose because uh, David Whitaker, who wrote the episodes that we watched Edge this of week, Destruction. Did Edge of Destruction. So I was like, why not reference it? Very good. So... I remember the Doctor saying that because they were like, we're all about to... Pass. Now, can you remember how many minutes he told them? Five. You just said it. No, but how many how many minutes did he tell Susan and Barbara? Nine. <laughs> ten. Ten. Oh! He, tell, he told them there's ten minutes till the ship blows up, and then he turns to Ian and he's like, "There's only really five. Oh. Remember that? We had that whole discussion. <laughs> I was a minute off. <laughs> Matthew's pretty spoiler free review of audio play. Audio play. So this week I listened to an episode. I'm still in Eighth Doctor mode. Mm-hmm. Love the Love Vampires. Okay, so it's not Twilight. No, it's not Twilight. Is it like? I mean, Twilight? they're kind of like the they're not they're vampires. They're like more traditional vampires in Twilight. So, so they, they don't, don't sparkle <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going <laughs> to ask you. And they don't. I don't know. Don't they run really fast? That's why they play baseball in the field. Have you seen the movie? I haven't. They play <laughs> that response. Well, I'm just surprised that you have. So, back to what the episode's actually about. <laughs> so, the Doctor, Liv and Helen, land on a, spa- a ship. And it's been, like... The, the people that were riding the ship, the crew, have all been, like, infected by vampires. Okay. They're not... They're kind of normal vampires. So, like, they respond... They're not very good in light. They, they like... And disintegrate or whatever mm-hmm. um, And they're not good Like you can do stake, stake through the heart That gets them as well So you can do all the classic vampire things Nice And they will try and bite you on the neck That's the thing that they do But they try They get to that point By like tricking you With like Hallucinations Okay So you think that it's like Your first love That you've run into And you're like Oh my gosh oh. And they're like No I'm really a vampire And they bite you on the neck or they're like, just, you know, let's just hang out. Let's just have a good time. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're just sitting down, you know, really close. Oh. And now, on the neck. Gone. I like how... 
I like how in your reveal it goes, I'm a vampire. <laughs> it just, I don't know, it's like a kid's. Well, you don't potion. know until after the blue session's over, and then you've got the bite in your neck, and then you feel fine for ages. So you're just oh. like, no, no, I think I'm okay. And then you turn into a vampire. Oh. And then you do that thing to someone else. Oh, I'm a vampire. Yes, that's exactly right. So we learn, because they all face hallucinations, we learn about all of their, like, first loves. Oh, interesting. So it's really interesting, because we learn about the doctors. First love. Is it the hot old woman? No, but it's a the, because it's another time lord. So he falls in love with... I won't give it away. The love. I'll give away the name, because that's not giving anything away. But I won't give away how he... Stops himself from becoming fully like a vampire. Right. But his first love is a, another time we're called the realist. Oh, okay. So, yeah. How interesting is that? Not the hot old woman. Not the hot old woman. That's a later. So, this has been the, probably our quickest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't have a lot of news and also. It's three episodes. Alright, Alex, <laughs> where were we up to last time? We will get our power! Yep. So I distinctly remember that at the end of our last recording of this, mm-hmm. I said they were saying that, and Lester Tim was all like, "That's cool." But then it turns out he wasn't all cool with that, was he? Well, it's almost like the person who wrote this episode, who we now know as David Whitaker, mm-hmm. said, "Okay, for the first three episodes, Lesterson, he he totally does. He thinks that Dallas are cool, and in these three episodes, we immediately make him switch characters and go, no, this is." bad I think it's funny how he says he like lets them know I'm controlling your power I mean I suppose they already knew that but he also shows them exactly where that power source is yeah so he's just like got the big switch there yeah like you know maybe have some brains yeah yeah so I put Lesterton is almost clever but shows the Daleks exactly where the power supply is yeah now, and I thought... Alright, so, before I get ahead of myself... Cool. Yes. I'll just tell you a story. So, Lesterton turns into the power. That all happens. He asks to see the meteor prediction machine thing, and he's like, ooh, amazing, I'm really happy with it. Bragan and Valma are having a discussion. Yes. So, he obviously wants to be in charge of everything. Now, I put that Valma... I thought he was making the Dalek guns into things that the Rebellion can use to shoot. Right. Because that was what happened in the first three episodes. And they referenced it a couple of times. But I think all he was really doing was making sure they would work for the Daleks and he could then control the power that gets shot out of them. Yeah, I guess he misunderstood the assignment. Also, why do that? I mean, if you can function as a gun, maybe he worked out he couldn't. I just... Look, we talked about this last episode, but everyone doesn't know what's going on. Because, I, and, and I love these episodes. Like, I thought, it, I think we watched the first three and it set up a lot of, like, you know, you got all the, the information out of the way. Yeah. And then this one, there was a lot of action in these three episodes. Yeah. And lots of dying. Like, lots of dying. Lots of dying. Lots of death. It might be the most death we've seen in a story arc so far. Or at least the most, like... Or close to it. At least the most, like, visible, you know, like, camera panning across dead bodies and, yeah. like, visible death. 
So overall, it's a great story arc. Yeah, and no, I just think that no one checked to know if the Dalek the guns would work against the Daleks. Yeah, that seems odd. No one went. We got these all these materials for the Daleks. I mean, Lesserton does a little bit of a. They already used a lot of materials, and we need to give them more. And that's when he starts, I think, to question: Is this a bad thing? But then they still get them. You know who's really stupid? Go on. Um, is it Janley? Yes. Because she's the one that just keeps going for it. Yeah. So he goes a bit like, this is getting out of control. <laughs> I spent three episodes being fine with this. But now, now, now I think the examinator, which is the doctor, is correct. Yeah. But she's just like, no, I'm all in on the Daleks. Because... I don't understand what they thought their deal was. So, they're going to... They, they get a power supply. They give a power supply to the Daleks. Yes. And all the materials they need. And in return, the Daleks are going to help them overthrow the government of yes. this planet. And then what? Everyone's just happy? And then they were like, we are your servants, which is great. Tick. That'd be amazing. But is that going to stay after... Like, there's not a lot of... Like, um... Thinking thinking into the... Yeah, thinking ahead. There's no plan. No, of course there's no plan. And the Daleks are probably like, great. Like, we... we, Our ship crash-landed on a planet with these people. Yeah. Perfect combination. Best people ever. (laughs) That's right. So, the Doctor, uh, he kind of barges his way in to see... Bragan. Bragan. Um, so... Bragan's, like, happy that he's now governor. And somehow, I'm not sure how he's convinced everyone, but he's gotten his guards on side to kind of just serve him. Yeah. Because he wants to just stay in control. So when the real governor comes back, this governor's going to be like, no, nah, I'm here forever. Well, it's also because he, the twist is that he's the leader of the rebels as well. Yes, but we don't know that yet. No, but that's how he officially... That's how he makes it work. Yeah, but... Because I guess the guards are in on that. What does that do, f- like, for anybody? Like, I just I just think there's a lot okay. of stuff in this world that's just like... So, from what we've seen... Yes. There's a government in place. Yes. This is a research station of sorts. Mm-hmm. Where Lesterton, a mad scientist... It's actually Lesterson. Didn't I say Lesterson? Lesterton. Doesn't matter. Uh, that's true, but I only because I corrected myself after watching the show. Lesterson. Yeah. I'm just gonna call him Lester. Okay, so Lester. Lesty. He goes to. He he's their mad scientist who's doing like all this research on the ship that they found. Yeah. Which I think is so that they can have these servants. This from this is from the first three episodes. That's how he convinces the original governor to keep. The research going. The productivity of the Daleks. Yeah. So then this governor comes in. Like, I don't understand if that's was the plan of the original governor, which is increased productivity with the Daleks. So he's going to use the Daleks anyway. Seems like it. So then this new governor is going to use the Daleks. Anyway. Anyway. Like, they might have different uses for them. So one wants to overthrow a government via Daleks and the other one wants to increase productivity via Daleks yeah and the Daleks are just like alright 
we'll use this conflict to our benefit. Yeah, because there's even a moment in the in episode six where the dog's like, we will wait here while they fight amongst themselves and then enter. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, here's... Okay, I think I could summarize your thoughts into a question. One question. What is the rebel force rebelling against? They don't seem to be that oppressed. They don't seem to be being treated badly by the current governor, who's not Bragan, it's the other guy who comes back later, who looks like... Hensel? Hensel, who looks like Colonel Sanders, basically. Mm. Maybe there's some stuff going on before we arrived. But I still don't think they've adequately explained that. Because as you said, they seem very agreeable on the process forward, which is using the Daleks. So what's the rebelling for? And they originally arrested Quinn... Because they thought he was in on rebelling. Mm-hmm. And then that's how Bragan became deputy governor and then acting governor. Right. I don't know. But it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching them, like, being frustrated with each other. Yeah. It, it, the conflicts that it made between individuals was good. But the overall story regarding the rebellion doesn't make a lot of sense. It just seemed to be a lot of, like, short-term thinking. Like, I'll be in charge tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe and What are you going to do with that power? That's oh, the message oh. of the of the story, is, like, it's just greed for power with no real thought behind it. Maybe. Yeah. Because even Jan Lee, like, she gets in way too, like, way deep, and then she's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get a bunch of people killed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> after... She's already helped dispose of a body. Which she did without any real, like, emotion. She's like, oh, he died. I dumped him in a mercury <laughs> pond or whatever. But then the body's fine because they threatened to use it to expose the doctor as not the real examiner. That's a different body. Oh. That's the original examiner's body. She disposed of Res... No. Res- no. no. Right, that's yeah. the guy with a cool name. <laughs> Resno. That's, um, that sounds like a um, like time-travelling cop show. Resno here to defend the innocent. That sounds good. Good spin-off. But he, he's immediately dead, so... Yeah. The Doctor and Ben uh, go to Lesterton. Lester. Lesty. They're trying to find Polly, because she's been taken by the rebels. Yes. Did you have a point? Is it possible that first Ben was on holidays and then Polly was on holidays? Is that in the trivia? We'll find out. Because they both seem to be conveniently away for about one and a half or two episodes each. Three hours later. That's true. Annika Wills was absent from episode four as she was in holidays. And Michael Craze, who plays Ben, was on holidays from episode five. Well, it just, it literally seemed like, oh my gosh, they've taken Polly. Oh, we got Polly back. Oh my gosh, they've taken Ben. It's good. You know what? Go on. I think it was a well done holiday because I didn't notice. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I'm just looking for it now because it seems to happen and it's interesting how they slip it into the plot, maybe. Yeah, but I think a lot of times it's been a lot more obvious. Yeah, because it's been a lot longer Yeah. than one episode. It's been like... Well, like it didn't make sense to the story. Wasn't there a time when... like? Um, Ian was on holidays and he just like they were like you stay in the prison cell 
In the ship. In the ship, yeah. yeah for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And or then... Or the, the Doctor just collapsed in, the, in one of the Dalek episodes because William Hartnell was on holidays. <laughs> there was the one where they met with um, the Sensorites and they were like, Barbara, you stay on the ship and, and, and take care of the ship yeah. while we go and have this adventure for four episodes. Yeah, no, it's good. Mm. Barbara. Um, I'm liking Polly. Yes, well, far more than Ben. Yeah. Um, I mean, she had some real good moments in this, like, apart from being absent for an entire episode. She was... Like, she just seems to, like, be quite switched on, like, knowing what questions to ask. And so there's a moment in episode five where she's trapped, like, she's... Being made, caught prisoner. She's a prisoner, and she te- she tells the two guards and the people that are guarding her what's going on and you can see them like one of them just turns completely and he's just like this she's, is the, she, she's got a point what are the Daleks why are the Daleks helping us that was Valma wasn't it yeah, no, yeah Valma was doubting but I think he was still on board because he likes Janley they're like a couple oh, or something yes. so well he's very fond of her or whatever oh Polly's like she's nuts and he's just like oh that's my girlfriend that you're talking about <laughs> Is she, though, or is he just well, kind of like... I think he just has a crush on her. Oh. But then she gets killed anyway. Oh. So, get a crush on someone who's less crazy. The Doctor sees a Dalek going to Bragan's office. Okay, so this is this bit. So, just for those people who are playing at home. Hello. I like to look at my notes, but I also just have the, the story above it so that I can kind of... From the, from the um, from wiki. From TARDIS wiki. The Doctor... Ben, they come in and they're like, where's Polly? Also, we saw four Daleks when there's supposed to be only three. <gasps> Are the Daleks making more of themselves? Mm. And Lester's is like, no, that's not possible. Where would they do that? In the big ship that's right there. With all the resources you gave him. Yeah. And they're like, "How?" well, the doctor is the one that says, how do they get all these resources? And then Lester has like a meltdown because he realizes he's given them all these resources. And then Jaylee goes a bit nuts and she's like, get them out of here, guard, take them away. Yep. And um, then she black like she she had blackmailed him because she's like, I'll tell everyone about Resno if you don't do what the Daleks want. And who are they going to believe? That I killed him or that you did? Yeah, the smart one. Or me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a woman in the 60s. <laughs> but she's obviously very, like, intelligent. Yeah. And also nuts. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah. Do things together. So, good. So, Janley then drugs Lester, and then uh, she starts giving supplies to the Daleks. So, I wanted to do your opinion on the next bit. Go on. Also, I found I found out that there's a version of this in colour that we could have watched as well. Oh, really? Yeah. On? Not on that, though. Not oh. on Brickbox. Oh, that's okay, then. Um, I did also go back... And watch the regeneration scene, the footage that they've managed to find. Yes. And he comes across just as creepy when he's like... (laughs) (laughs) He literally does that. Well, he's supposed to, I think, because he's still trying to work out who he is. But he also does that at the end of this episode when they're like, A doctor! Did you know all along? And he's like... Yeah, because he's, you know... Atrocious. (laughs) (laughs) No, because he I, saved their planet, and they were just like, whatevs. So I think he can 
but but feel to himself. But is the idea at the end there? Well, let's wait till we get there. Let's let's wait because I have a question for you. All right, so I have a question for you. Go on. So someone puts a notice up on the notice board and it flashes on our screen <gasps> for like a millisecond. Yeah. Do you want to know what was on it? Do you know what was on it? No, I didn't bother to look. All right, do you want to see? I'll, I'll tell. Do you want me to read it out to you? Go on. It's longer than I thought. Import, important notice for all colonists. There must be colonizers in this planet. Oh. Milk rations are to be halved, effective immediately. Extra milk rations can only be made available in the event of a medical emergency. This shocks me that like all these words are so visible on the screen. But fine. To apply for emergency ration, please collect a form from the sixth bay. If any outstanding ration token, if you have any outstanding ration tokens, you have until the end of the month to use them. No outstanding ration tokens will be accepted from the start of next month. General advice on how to make your rations stretch further are available in the Colony Green Book. Make note of that. Those who wish to lodge a formal complaint, I can just feel like you <laughs> the boredom. No, I'm just wondering why you're reading this to me. Because <laughs> it came up on the screen, so I thought it must be important. But I think the only thing that's important is the bit at the end. Because you know the doctor says, if you take the first letter of yeah. the last paragraph, it spells the word rocket something. Yeah. So, tomorrow at 12, uh, 20, 100 hours, a meeting will be held to further explain the above rules. Registered. There's your arts capitals in, in the notice. Members of the organizational committee must attend. Catherine Enfield will take notes for the record. Two, there's your rocket. Ensure that you get a seat. Please arrive early. Restroom O has been booked for an hour. So I'll show you, ready? Three hours later. That's what came up on the screen. And this is where the doctor got the register R-O-C-K-E-T. Rocket. And there's also P, because there's Rocket Room P, remember? P. R-O-O-M-P. Rocket Room P. Ooh. That was what he said. He said Rocket Room P. Yeah. Well, anyway. Wait, wait, go back, go back, go back. I wonder if the the, the first paragraph read as anything. If we took the capital letters. M-E-E-T. Meet. In... Seven hours later. But how could it? How could that word be meat and the rest of it be nothing? You know what I mean? <laughs> M E two thousand years later. Wait. G H Governor Hensel. <laughs> Meeting tonight. Rocket Room P. And you know Woo! what? It may have said that in the show, but I only remembered Rocket Room P. So we're geniuses. Well, I just think if you're going to put that on the screen, you need to put it up for a little bit longer. Yeah, if that's you, true. If you want everyone to work it out with you. Well, uh, yeah, I guess we're not supposed to, because I would love to know what it looked like in the original footage. Would Probably it be- not as visible, I reckon. Exactly. Um, I've got a quote here from Lester, which I think you'll find... A quad? A quote. A quote. It's got some good quads, eh? Oh. <laughs> so... Lesty, buddy. Lester says, I'm beginning to think the examiner is right about these Daleks. You mean... The examiner that's been saying that stuff for, for three episodes. <laughs> he yeah, he has a big freak out again. I put, do Janley and Valma want to use the Darks for the Revolution? It turns out that they do. Um, there's also this amazing moment. So Ben gets knocked out. 
And he gets taken. Yes. Because he's going to go on holidays, I guess, now. But he's also protecting the Doctor. Yes. By letting him run away while he gets caught, so he can go on holidays. So he can go on holidays. But when he gets hit, it makes the most, like, weirdest sound. Mm-hmm. Did you hear it? Yes. It's just like a... <laughs> but he's getting punched. You'd think it'd be like a... But it's not. It's like a... And I'll play the actual sound now. Are you going to? Yeah. Oh. I like that you can do that. Can you play the sound of a triangle now? Done. Okay, good. At 17 minutes 30, the hat returns. I know how much you love the hat. It's a big top hat. It's not a top hat. It's shaped like a crisp, like a Santa hat without the bauble. Like a wizard's hat. It is like point. a wizard's hat, but without the magic. Now, there was also a minute in here. Uh, I forgot to mention before we move on to the next episode. Well, we haven't talked about the flute yet. The recorder. Oh, the recorder. He he tries to play it to get out of prison. Because he's trying to get the pitch right to open the door or something. So he gets put in prison. Ben saves him from being caught by himself getting caught so he can go on holidays. One or two scenes later, the doctor is arrested because he goes back to Bragan, who I think is in charge by this point. And he's all like... Bragging, you need to do ABC, and Bragging's like, no, into the dungeons with you, basically. Yeah, you're annoying. So then, <laughs> that's what it is. And you know what? He wasn't even playing his flute at that point, so what does that tell you? It's about to get more annoying. Because he gets put in the prison cell, he's next to... Quinn. Quinn. And the door opens with a strange, high-pitched note. Mm. So the doctor, because he has that recorder decides I'll be annoying again and see if I can open the door well at least it's a smart use of the recorder he's well, I did write it. that down he's not just playing it for the sake of playing it he's playing it to do a thing but does this happen again or is this their one way to go this is why he had the flute I mean, just let always, him have the flute he always has the recorder I'm oh, sorry <laughs> but but I wouldn't I wouldn't say he it doesn't get overly used but my point is did I would he, say he gets his use as much as in this story. Did he go, I'm going to be the second Doctor, I want to wear this top hat and flute, make it work, and they said, well, let's just have it have a use in this one story, and then fine, now you can just have a flute for the rest of his time as the Doctor. I'll have a look at some story notes, because they would have done that character together, because that's normally how these things work. So it's not purely what he wants? No, not always. I mean, when we get to Colin Baker, you work out that it was nothing that he wanted, but that's great. Is this when the show shuts down? Soon after that. Okay. So just uh, to give you a bit of a sizzle for it. Oh, um, make it spicy. He had a very particular look he wanted for his doctor, like a particular jacket and a particular look. And the writers were like, no, you're going to wear this like multicolored nightmare. Is this, <laughs> is this number seven? This is number six. Number six. I reckon we'll talk about more when we get there. So anyway, he uses the flute. He can't get it to work. So he does that trick where you have the water in your, in your cup. And you kind of put your finger around the rim of the cup. See, even he didn't have faith in his flute slash recorder. He still thought, I'm going to try the cup. He doesn't reach the right pitch. But then he does by playing a song. He he plays the flute and he plays a tune and opens the door for the other guy who then lets him out. Okay. And my point is purely that even he is like, I'm sick of this recorder. Time for a watering cup situation. (laughs) 
time for a water and gut situation. I want to tell you my favorite interaction between a Dalek and a person. You ready? Go. So the Dalek brings Bragg in a drink on a, like a... Oh, yes. He's holding the, the thing and he... I don't know how he prepared that drink. That's a good point. But he's holding it anyway. I mean, in the future, in a future episode, you see some Daleks make tea for someone. So, <laughs> you know, it works out eventually. So <laughs> So... He uh, carries it in and he's like, should I bring some liquid for these other people? He says liquid like that, which is fine. But he also says like, would you like some liquid? Yeah, he does say it like that. So he comes back uh, like a couple minutes later. Bragan says, what are you doing here? And it says, are you finished with your liquid? And there's a bit of a, like a slight pause and he goes, no, I'm not. And then just cuts the next scene. <laughs> it was pretty awkward. <laughs> Did you remember that? I didn't know what the point of that scene was. Was it that the Dalek wanted an excuse to come in and see what was going on? Because it was very awkward. Do you want to show it to you just quickly? Sure. Ready? What do you want? Have you finished your liquid? No. No, I haven't. Episode five. So this is the bit where we talk about early, earlier with Polly's with her captors. Yes. She's talking about the Daleks. And a Dalek comes in and is like, what's going on here? <laughs> and it says, we are your servants. And she says, well, it suits you. Mm. That was good. Nice comeback, Polly. Yeah. I'm liking Polly. Yeah, she's good. I really do like her as a character. Comparison to Barbara? Oh, no. I, I love Barbara. Polly's, Polly's there. Polly's there? <laughs> Polly's there. Um, no, I'm saying she's a good character. She's a better character than Ben. Um, so far. Lesterton is determined to see the Doctor, so he goes in. Lester. Lester goes to see the Doctor. Yes. And he's like, you were right about the Daleks, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, gets dragged away. Because Doctor's still in prison at this point. Yeah, and the Doctor's like, can I have some more water? And that was about it. Because it's about to be a... Uh, water and cup situation <laughs> that's right <laughs> so so he uh he gets that and uh at first Quinn's like what are you like what are you so concerned about water for and the doctor's like check this out <laughs> and then it's all good so the it seems like because Lester's then taken to Bragan so it seems like the Daleks have said to Bragan these are the orders that Lester has like been giving them yeah because Lester says, why are you doing this stuff? And the, D- the Daleks are like, we're creating the static electricity as you ordered. And Lester's like, I didn't do that. Yeah. And they're like, whatever. But then Janley comes in and is like, you're losing it, dude. Yeah, they're both like totally... What's it called when you just say tell someone they're crazy? Gaslighting. Yes. So Lester gets gaslit by both the Daleks and Janley. And Bragan. And Brian. Everyone's just like, you're nuts. Imagine... Which he is crazy. Like yeah, he, that he, doesn't help. But he's also figured it out and no one's listening. Yeah. Because cause even in the first three episodes when he was on board with like doing all this experimentation or whatever, he was leading that. Like he had to ask the governor if he would please keep funding yeah. his, his stuff. And now when the person who was running the experiments is no longer on board and everyone else is still like... I oh, know you're nuts. You know what I mean? Like, there's a problem. Maybe have someone else look into it. Yeah. But I, I understand. Like, their motivations are for the Daleks to be on their side. 
Yeah. It's kind of weird that they still haven't worked out how smart the Daleks are. Because they've just watched the Daleks gaslight a human being, <laughs> which they go along with, and then they're like, oh, they'll be on our side, it's fine. Yeah, and not only that, they know now, at this point, that the Daleks are making more of themselves. Yes. So that's clever. Well, that's one of the things that happens and why Lester decides something has to be done is he sees it happening and we see what's inside the Dalek up close, which is like a weird crab jellyfish thing. I would say, yeah, jellyfish. Kind of. Yeah. So that's what's inside a Dalek. Yeah, a Dalek. That's the Dalek. So the machine is just what it uses. To get around. Why hasn't it upgraded that machine for 60 years? Because it's perfect. But it has to use static electricity. No, no, that gets upgraded. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Also, I have some trivia about that. Oh. The Daleks will wait until the right moment and then strike. So that there's that moment where the Daleks are in this ship and they're like, let the humans fight amongst themselves. We'll just come in later. Yeah. Queen and the Doctor do an escape. So they break out because recorder happens and he opens one of the doors with it. Yep. And then... They knock out the guard. They knock out the guard. The Doctor makes sure he doesn't have any water. Otherwise, he might do the same trick. And there's a nice moment of an animated Quinn rolling his eyes. <laughs> well done. Because not only did the water not work for the Doctor, but Quinn's basically like, he's not, he doesn't think, he's not as smart as that. He's not going to figure that out. Yeah. Um, Bragan then declares martial law. And I put, it's been like a day and now he's a dictator. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So he might have had people on his side if he just held off for maybe one more day. <laughs> I know, because I understand their rebellion's probably been bubbling away for a while. But it's kind of like, it's so quick. Yeah. And then in the next episode when Hensel, when he comes back and he's like, oh, I'm governor again. And he's like, no, I'm governor forever now. That was quick. <laughs> yeah. Because what if he'd kept... Hensel could have probably mounted a better effort against the Daleks when they were starting to lose control. Mm. Had that already happened yet? Yes, they were starting to kind of lose control of them. He could have just shot them after. Yeah. Well, in that scene, they put a gun on the Dalek. Yes. And then it shoots him, doesn't it? Yeah. So, and then they take the gun immediately off the Dalek. They're like, you've done, we've done this now. And then they've got Daleks conquer and destroy. That's the chant that's at the end of the of episode five. Now, do they? I haven't heard that specific chant from them before. It's normally exterminate, isn't it? Yeah. Or we will rule, or something. Yeah, but I think it's anything that involves them just being in charge. Is generally what they say. It's generally what they go for. Yeah. And they seem to like repeating each other, so that's why it becomes a chant, I guess. Yeah. And the whole "I am your servant" that becomes like a mocking thing eventually too. Right. Because they're all like. You're not going to turn your backs on us, are you? And they're like, well, I'm your servant. Ooh. Until I shoot all of you. <gasps> exactly. Oof. Now, I have a question. Do they know who the Doctor is? Because they've had run-ins with him before. I think they don't figure out that he can change his face oh. until the end of the episode when that last Dalek that's not dead <laughs> yes. wakes up and sees the TARDIS disappear. Yeah, because as it flies away, you just see a little ice door kind of sadly look up at the sky. And, and it's show like... It. Huh. Oh, that's a great point, because you're right. They haven't seen him since the change. Yeah. Interesting. Um, every black and white cartoon scene with the Daleks is terrifying, I've put. 
Yeah. Because the way they move across the screen, or their eyes just look at a person, I'm just like, whoa. It's way creepier than... I, I guess the show obviously gets better with time, but at the moment, the animation is the most creepy that I've seen of them. And I, I'm glad I saw it in black and white, because I feel like it probably would lose that impact. It feels bright pink. <laughs> Excuse me, they had pink stuff in the movies. Yeah, but that's not canon. That's right. It's, it's not valid. Remember that? It's uh, fiction inside the world of Doctor Yeah, they don't reference it that much, though. But it I says think, that on the wiki. I think there was a poster of it in the episode once. Well, that's it, then. <laughs> I mean, you can't have that and then act like it wasn't there. Polly's out about again as well. She's back from holidays. Ben's back from holidays. We're in this episode, episode six. Episode six. Yep. Um, now, there's not a huge amount of, like, story to go with at the start here. No, just a lot of violence. But lots of violence. Yeah. They're so, there's the humans, whether they're in the rebellion or they're just, like, people who work at the, this research station. Yeah. They're all just getting killed by Daleks. Yeah. And Bragan is very rapidly running out of, like, power and people. <laughs> Someone comes in and they're like, sir, we have to, like, ev- evacuate or, you know, whatever, run away. And he's just like, no, get out of there and shoot them. And they're like... The bullets don't do anything. And he's like, go. Yeah. I didn't ask. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Which, insane. Like, not to have tested. Yeah. While you're doing all this research. That's what the doctor should have said. The first thing he should have said was, why don't you test out your gun against them to be sure? And then they might go, oh, this might be a bad idea. Yeah. Instead of just saying, they're an evil species. Hello. Ben and Polly, they get to... The lab, yes, where Lester is, because mm-hmm. they're trying to hide from the Daleks. Well, the Daleks go on their rampage, and there's just like multiple scenes in a row of just like dead bodies everywhere, yes. which is just like whoa, um, which would be terrifying. I mean, it, this is supposed to be a family show, remember? Oh yeah, imagine what it would have looked like when it was the original footage. There's a scene where the the camera pans from left to right, and it's different because they're animated. But it's just bodies. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know, maybe 10 to 15 dead bodies just on the ground. Mm. Of guards, rebels, regular workers, all of them. Yep. And there's a moment at the very end of this, just before the Darks blow up, where a Dalek is like about to shoot like a mother and a baby. Yeah. And I was like, oh. To be honest, I knew that's when something was going to when they were going to finish because I don't think they would have allowed that in the 60s. Oh, no, no, no. So you knew it was coming, but it was still like, oh, okay, these Daleks don't care. (laughs) They will kill the offspring. We will kill the offspring. Those scenes would have been a lot more intense in the 60s. Oh, yeah. Um, And then the Doctor, he manages to avoid being shot. Yeah, he just kind of slowly dodges twice. I put that slowly dodges Dalek on fire. And then he does, he disables them 60s movie style. Because he, they aim to shoot at him and he ducks and shoots their power source. Yep, exactly like the movie. Why didn't they think? Because they've been so clever up to this point. And did did they not realise that he's staying right where their power source is? Yeah, I don't understand that. I guess he's fiddling with the power source and they're trying to stop him. Mm. But if they just move towards him, he would have to move, wouldn't he? Yeah. I guess he kind of... It's insinuated that he was willing to sacrifice himself because he looks like he gets hurt a little bit and he passes out. 
He kind of like, yeah, I don't know what you call it, like, dives out of the way. Gets knocked out. Yeah. But the episode ends with, no one's grateful for that. Yes. They're like, you've knocked out the power source, we're, we're going to be out of power for months. There's so many dead people. <laughs> Hello? He <laughs> could have been like, alright, well then, you know, you could all also be dead. Yeah. But, uh, But instead he goes, <laughs> And then he just walks off. Well, I mean, I would probably just walk off too. But so they, they leave. I loved all the action. I think it's like anything, because we review these. I think if you just watched it at the time and let it kind of like wash over you, you can have a good time. I had a good time. I thought it was a great story. And I just think if you think about it a little bit, that's when it starts to like fall down a little bit. Yeah. You're like, why are they... What's that? What? They're not grateful for him not getting them... Okay. Yeah, they were, they should have rethought that. It makes no sense that the, no one's happy. And I think it's funny that... Like, so the doctor's obviously just like... Well, they're not going to be grateful. I'm just out of here. But he's left them with all their dead on this planet. Which has no power. And just is littered with, like, dead Daleks. Yeah, that's true. And then he just flies away. And who knows? Maybe the one that looked up at the TARDIS isn't the only one that's not dead. Who's to say? There's not six or seven. And that would be enough to be another problem. They'll be back then. Well, I assume so. Trivia me. Uh, do you have a little bit of trivia? Go on. So, Doctor Who's planet Vulcan, it says here, predates Star Trek, but that's not entirely true. So, Star Trek made its on-air debut on the 8th of September, 1966. So, remember, we're in 1966 now for this. Mm-hmm. In fact, this is... This was first broadcast on the 5th of November, 1966. So, after... So after, so there were people who were like, one stolen from the other or whatever. But Star Trek made its on-air debut on the 8th of September 1966, pre-dating the transmission of the Power of Daleks by almost two months. And although Spock's home planet was initially referred to as Vulcanus, it became Vulcan just a few episodes later, the two programs appear to have selected the names independently. So their show aired in September... This aired in November, and obviously the writing and the recording would have been earlier than those. Yes. So they both just come up with the same word. At the star rehearsals, Annika Wills and Michael Craze decide to prank Patrick Trouden. So that's Ben and Polly? That's Ben and Polly. By dressing in t-shirts which proclaimed, Come back, Bill Hartnell. All is forgiven. Oh. Trouden, insecure about taking over, initially reacted badly to the joke. But the three actors soon overcame this misstep to forge a close camaraderie. They were camaraderie. That's the word. This is the first televised Dalek story to not be written by Terry Nation. All right, that's it. We should rate it. Yep. I think I liked it a lot. Me too. Ten. Yeah, I'm happy with ten. Ten. I'm going to go with ten now. Thirteen. Now that's tenet. That is Tenant. What's next? Alright, so The Highlanders, which you can't watch. <sighs> um, so I will tell you about that next week. Good. And The Underwater Menace is the next one we'll watch. Okay. How many episodes? Um, now, it isn't complete. So you, I'm showing Alex, for those people. Uh, there's four episodes. But we actually get to see him. So we'll get to see him. Mm-hmm. But two of the episodes are just telly snaps with the audio. Oh, I so, see. Um, one and four. One and four. 
Two and three are complete episodes. And unfortunately, one of those telly snaps is him with his hat on. It's a good hat, though. It's much shorter than the animation one. Oh, true. Yeah. And also, they look terrifying in episode three. Yeah, how good's that? I don't like that at all. <laughs> and then we got the moon base, which is half animated. Oh, half look at her turns in the moon base. And then we got the macro terror. So there's a few coming up. Okay. Bye. Bye. What else is there? Why do you keep saying bye? <laughs> there's other things to talk about. What else is there? As in, like, if you like the episode, oh, yeah. rate and review the episode. Go on. Follow us on social medias. Please. If you look at the description, there's a link tree that will t- tell you to all of our social medias. Yes. Um, follow us on your TikToks. Yes, that's our main thing for little funny clips. Maybe YouTube Shorts. We'll see how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah we've been heard by YouTube before. Yeah. That's done now. Yeah. So next episode, we'll talk to you about the underwater menace. The underwater terror. Menace. I got confused by the macro terror. Great. Bye. Bye. What are you doing? I'm reversing the polarity of the ultrasonic screwdriver's power source. Reverse the polarity. Reverse. Reverse. Reverse the polarity. I just reversed the polarity. I just reversed the polarity. Reverse. Reverse the polarity. 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 Reverse the polarity.